All right, you can go ahead and start. I'm a little pissed off at you right now. Go Why ahead. are you all cranky? I don't want to start with this attitude. I would like you to start being a ha- find consistency. A happy place. You know what? Consistent. Our well, season two sucks because you're not here. Want me to get you in a better mood? I don't need to see those. Donut. Jelly-filled donut. Oh. I, see, I thought those were your boobs. There it is. Uh, this oh, is ahead. episode 18 of the Greg and Michelle <laughs> podcast, season two. Uh, am I right about this? Yes, you are. Episode two, season two. Michelle McCormick, Greg Henson. Hi, Greg. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Um, well, I listened to your show this morning. We can't. Don't even critique my radio show. You don't even because today was an off day. <laughs> Not uh, for but, Tony. But did you hear that? Tony sounded right great. In. Yeah, Tony was good. My part sucked. Yep. Uh, Sesame Street has that new character, Carly, or whatever it is. Yes. First of all, they have an autistic puppet, which is great. Listen, that's fantastic. No, that's great. I love that. But now they have a little girl that they introduced yesterday whose mom is an addict. She's a crackhead. So, right. And so I was like, my mom doesn't know where my next meal's from. Because <laughs> she's a crackhead. You know, right. My mommy doesn't know where our next meal's coming from, but she did score a rock this morning. <laughs> like, or... Or you you might know, Carly might say things such as, I don't want any more uncles, Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did or, hear you talking about that, and I was like, really? Or Carly might say something like, I thought my mom's best friend name was Crystal. I didn't realize she was scoring Crystal. <laughs> yeah, that's a lie. Or, or, How sad does she that? say, do you love me? Right. Do you <laughs> so love that, me? That's so, Anna Nicole Smith. Yeah, sounded like girl, Anna Nicole Smith. No, this is Crack rock. Uh, anyway, I heard uh, it, and it was uh, it was pretty funny. I, I um, yeah, I don't I don't know where my next school sh- where my school shoes are coming from, but my mom scored a rock. My mom, mommy's on the pipe right now. She can't come to the phone. Anyway, in more ways terrible. than one. Phone, phone, phone. Speaking of drugs, what? I'm gonna jump right in. Uh oh. You know I'm an eater, and but I'm vegan, but I'll still eat like sugar, right? And yeah. somebody told me a girl that I work with who's just I should have known because she's a booze hound and a mm. and a pot hound, and I don't, you know, I know I'm not a big drinker. Is it my I wife. I don't smoke pot. Her name was Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't smoke pot. So no, me neither. she was joking and said, I left you some brownies in your car and they're organic and they're vegan. You should have known better. Uh, well, when she said vegan, so I ate them. Mm-hmm. Greg. Greg. You got stoned? Greg. Really? She didn't tell me they were pot brownies, the slut of a whore. I oh bet, my God. Did you go through a whole platoon of sailors? No, I oh. went, you don't know, you know what I did? I slit, <laughs> I sat oh. up in my room crying, biting w- my blanket. Yeah. Pot doesn't, pot no. is a negative effect on me. Terrible. It makes me nauseous and paranoid. Yes. And my, I had to shut my phone off. Yep. I was crying. It was awful. And it makes me think, you know what? I should get off sugar. That's anyway. a s- <laughs> yeah, that's assault. Yeah. You should have your friend arrested and thrown so in jail. That is assault. So that happened since I saw you last. Oh my god! Like three yes. months ago. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> what about you? What's new with you? Nothing. Okay. I'm just, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking what I'm given because I'm working for a living. And there's really nothing going on. I'm watching football and, yeah, and working, and and that's, I mean, that's it. What's the sports thing we were going to talk about? Oh, the NBA. Have you read about this? No, I don't understand the China and LeBron okay. James. Okay, dumb it down for me because you know I'm not really a sports fan. I just kind of pretend to be one. Okay, All so right, go ahead. The Chinese are really in bed with the NBA. That's a big market for them. They love particularly the Houston Rockets because Yao Ming, the most famous Chinese basketball player ever yep. played for the Rockets. Yes. So they're over there doing this big preseason thing. They have games going on. They have D-League games going on, blah, blah, blah. In China. Yes. There's okay. like 20 sponsors from China that pay big money to be involved in the NBA. Yep. There's also 12, or there's also 120 Nike factories in China. Okay. 
And so, you know, the Hong Kongese, the Hong Kong ganders. Yeah. Those guys are trying to... Hong Kongians. Yeah, the Hong Kong... Hong yes. Kong... Hong Kongians. Anyway, yes. they're they're trying to um, break away from China, kind of. And they're, they're not happy with China because China was going to extradite dissidents and this and this and this. And they're having protests and riots. Well, okay. So the, the game's going on over there. And one of the... I think the general Boy. manager or one of the minority owners of the Rockets tweeted something to the effect of, we stand with Hong Kong or... Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the Chinese are pissed and the Chinese are authoritarian. So they're like, um, well, uh, we're going to tell all our sponsors to pull out. We're pissed. Yao Ming's pissed, apparently. Everyone in China's pissed about this guy from the Houston Rockets. Mm. And so they're pulling sponsorships and they're threatening all this crap. Here's the controversy. The NBA thinks it's a very woke league. You have coaches like Steve Kerr and Greg Aslamovich mm-hmm. um, from San Antonio, and they the first thing they do when they whenever they're bitching about something is they'll trash Trump, right? Right. LeBron. They don't, they don't take a knee though. The NBA no, but doesn't. no, but okay. the, but LeBron trashes Trump. All the players yeah. trash Trump. Yeah. They don't yeah, go yeah. to the White House yeah. when they win. Yeah. Silence when it comes to a human rights violator like China. Oh boy. Now, See, I don't like so that. Greg Popovich yesterday got up and took it as an opportunity to bash Trump again. Oh boy! And then and so people are pissed that they'll that they'll give a pass to a country that thinks nothing of shooting people who disagree See, with it, Greg, and put Muslims in internment camps because uh, yeah. to to mm. switch them to Christianity. I don't. I, and the NBA silence, but and they're see, asking all these woke assholes like Steve Kerr, the coach of the Warriors. Yeah, and the, you know what his response was? Well, I don't really know much about the situation. See, there it is, because it's money in their pocket. Exactly. Almighty you know what? They I sold feel, out for money. I feel like this though about the Olympics, and people go, "Oh, sports are sports." No, they're not. We should not get in bed. We should not allow those countries that are with human rights violations to play in the Olympics. I, that's how I feel. China and gets away go, with murder. People go literally. People go. Yeah. What about the Olympians? Big deal. Big deal. Russia, the, all these countries that are, um, you know, throwing gay people off roofs and doing all that. You, no way. You don't get to play. And that's how I feel. But see, when a dollar's involved, when the almighty dollar's involved, yeah, they'll, they'll look, that's sad. Right. So I don't care about anything except what LeBron James had to say about it. You know what that little puss said? <laughs> what did he say? Nothing. Oh, I but he's he, the first one to trash Trump. I thought he said something. Not yet. I thought he spoke out about it. No, they're oh, all okay. they're all playing stupid. Seth Curry, um, a Greg Harden apologized. Oh, and here's the other thing: all the right. NBA issued a statement saying that um, it was a regrettable tweet by the guy. Then they sent another statement to China saying basically it was reprehensible and they disagreed with it. They were du- duplicitous. They sent two separate apologies, one to the United <laughs> well, States and one to China, like we wouldn't find out. But we, but we, I mean, are we, I, I believe in freedom of speech and all that stuff unless you work the for a corporation. Don't. Yeah, right, right, exactly. There it is. And so, It's really I, wow. disgusting. So I mean, are, it, it, the fact we, that Greg Popovich yesterday said, took the opportunity to trash Trump again. Trump, like, can, our president, whether yeah. you like it or not, yeah, I and know. and prop up a dictatorship. I mean, wh- what the hell is he thinking? I'm done with that league. I was done, I was kind of done the, anyway. <laughs> is he the is he the 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 Spurs coach? 
Okay, that's what he is. Total clown. Well, I want so bad to come back to the NBA this year. Yeah, I'm done. Because, but it was when you and I worked together, when the Pistons won the championship, that's the last time I cared about the NBA. I know, I know. I cared about, I mean, you know, when we had uh, uh, Chauncey Billups and, you know, it it was just so fun. Rip Hamilton, Ben. Yes. And not the Wallace twins. Kidding. And um, it's just not... Yeah, it's not. I thought, oh, I want to come back. It's such a fun. And now it's uh, very disappointing. It's I for, I, I'm telling you, though, I, I'm losing interest in sports all the way around. I'm still stuck with baseball. I still love baseball. That walk off home run last night, I thought was wasn't a walk off. Or wasn't a walk off. I'm sorry the, for the grand slam. The winning the grand slam, not yeah. walk off. I carry the, the Nats slam. here because they're only 90 miles away. Oh, that's right. And so the town's pretty excited. Mark Scherzer. Mark well, Scherzer. Well, the guy last night, Howie Kendrick, who hit that. Uh, that uh, grand slam in the top of the tenth, mm-hmm. former Dodger doing yes, it against his own. Isn't that funny? <laughs> I know. I always feel like that, like when, like when Verlander comes and pitches against the Tigers. I always go, "Can you sell trader sell out?" You know what though? Here's the th- when you when you're talking about what this guy did last night. It's just good for the sport to see an underdog beat a heavy favorite like that because the Dodgers won 106 it. games. I love it. You know, you know, it's at one point that the, the Nationals were 19 and 31. Do mm-hmm. you, know, you know who else at the same day was 19 and 31? If you say the Tigers, I'm going to uh, cry. Ah, the Tigers. I'm going to start At crying. one point, both teams 19 and 31 after 50 games. And the Nats <sighs> are in the uh, NL, NLCS. Mm-hmm. It was pretty exciting. Anytime that happens, it's pretty fun. So, Let's see. Exciting. Okay, but you know, what I, well, you know what they say, right? What, what? Where Henson goes, the champagne flows. Oh, my God. You remember when mm-hmm. I worked with you, I got to do the Buddy's Pizza billboard with a bunch of radio girls, and it was for Weight Watchers. So they found the chunkiest ones, and they called yeah. me first. And, uh, Marge! And the girl who's the head of Weight Watchers, that woman. Florine Mark? Florine Mark. Here's what happened. This is the coolest thing, and I was going to And she said, oh, you're going to be a no, great case study. she's the shit. This is what I want to be, Florine Mark. So we're all waiting for her. They got us in. They got makeup. And this guy walks in with a chauffeur's hat, sets a bucket down with ice, sets a bottle of champagne. She he walks in 10 minutes later and I said what are you doing he goes she uh champagne always gets ahead of Florine Mark I'm like what oh my god I want that in my life <laughs> I want to walk in when there's a bottle of champagne waiting for me oh that's awesome funny is that I know true story she tra- he said they're always champagne always precedes her I'm like I want oh, that's be that great person. that's my wife I don't even um, use I don't even buy Kleenex I still blow my nose with toilet paper so champagne I'm really far off god, that's from hot. champagne so listen I saw the joker Oh, did you? Now, I don't want to do a lot of spoilers here, so I don't know what I can I haven't and can't seen it. say. I'll probably wait for it to come out. On the, I'm going to tell you this, though. There are the some flicks. things I can say, and if you don't want to hear anything about it, you big puss, then leave. But if you do, I'm not going to do any big spoilers, because there is a huge revelation in the movie. Hmm. Huge, I hear which it's I kind will of, not tell you. I hear it's kind of uh, Here's the thing. rough to watch. It is. It's not a DC movie at all. Mm. I mean, it's nothing. There's nothing superhero about it. It's Joaquin Phoenix, freaky, freakishly skinny, dancing around like a hooker. Mm-hmm. And they really, 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 okay, this is his character. We've now know they've def- defined his character three hours, and you don't get any Joker. You get Joker in the very end. It's three hours with of what You better like Joaquin Phoenix if you're going to see it. Mm-hmm. It's naked Joaquin Killing people, disturbed, nice. and a lot of close-up shots. You know, he lost sixty pounds. He weighs like one a buck thirty to do the movie. It's creepy, and he dances. We get it, Joaquin. You can contort your body, right. so it's a lot of that. I liked it, but it's not what you expect. And there's probably about four, maybe five more Joker movies before we get Joaquin in full full on Joker. Oh, really? But yeah. was it disturbing? Very. 
Why? Very. Well, he gets, I mean... Just because he's a psycho? We've seen yeah, psychos I'm before. One of these, I'm not one of these, oh, if he gets bullied and he kills people, let's not play the movie. I don't think... <laughs> you're. A, don't see the movie then. If you're afraid of our imitating life, then don't see the stupid movie. I love dark movies. It is very dark, and he gets bullied, and he's disturbed, and he's begging to get back on his meds, and they take his meds away from him, and he goes crazy, and he goes... And, and so, I, and then somebody hands him a gun. Is there a lot of social commentary yeah, sure but if you can get past that crap it's a well acted joaquin phoenix is genius in it oh you and know he he'll win he'll win an award for this yeah for sure. i like him i do he's um yeah. he's he's weird you know what i liked about him i guess he had a meltdown um on um on the set one day and was yelling yeah. but you know what he did he came on at the late night show i think it might have been kimmel yes and he said you know what i'm sorry you had to see that i was yep. i was uptight i was i was trying to feel this character and someone was talking and the guy's my friend and instead of trying to deny it or be a no. joke, he was like you know what I'm, i was being very intense i didn't mean anything by it but, other than please shut up i'm trying to do this but you know what he said what? he also said the guy shouldn't have said it right he did <laughs> he said like that. he was whispering yeah, the guy was, was on, whispering He's it like, was on kimmel it was really good i it was on i admired kimmel. that yeah, I mean, I will. I have a little clip of it here. Let me just okay. Let me get through this um, ad. It's an app. It's an Apple iWatch. Here we go. Ah, thanks for having me. I saw Joker last night, and I'm now scared of you. I have to say, no. it really was an amazing, uh-huh. uh, incredible performance. It, are you proud of it? Are you aware of how good He's it is? He's fat again now. <laughs> um, <clears throat> that's a tough question, right? It's a tough question. You look like a jerk if you say yes, but we know you're lying Thank if you, you say uh, no. You get it. Yeah, most people don't okay, get it. Okay, let that's me fast forward there? to the yeah. clip. Go ahead. What? Yeah. <laughs> The clip. Can't watch TV because like a commercial comes. Okay, up. Hold on. And explaining to the waiter, I'm not eating. My sisters like got into. You kept getting it. Random question. Okay. Hold on. That you have the score before you're finished. I shooting. do find him interesting. It seemed um, grueling in some ways. So Joe, and we cut it down a, a bit. But here it is. The clip. Well, let's take a look at that and, and tell us what was happening here. You know, oh, no. just, you know, like the concert whispering. Just shut the <laughs> up. I'm trying to like find something real. Oh, f- they show the clip. Sorry, it's it's, it's only such a. It's, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Yeah, it kind of is. Yes. It is. <laughs> and I know you started the share thing, Larry. Come on, Larry. Larry was whispering during the filming. This is not an insult. Share, really? He called him share. Actor, dancer, fashion icon. How is that an insult? I this, now what happened uh, there? Okay. La- who's Larry? Um. That's <clears throat> <laughs> uh, <laughs> funny. Um. Yeah, Larry is the cinematographer. Um, mm-hmm. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> and did he call you Share? Share. Yeah. Look. Um, sometimes. Sometimes movies get intense because um, you're a lot of people in a small space and you're trying to find something. And, See? Um, so it can feel intense, but um, that was supposed to be private. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a little embarrassed. I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I'm sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. So oh, you guys I, had to see that. I, 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 See, that's good. Uh, that's, yeah. It's really weird, too. No, I know. It's not Larry's fault. It is Larry's fault. No, there's no... It's totally Larry's fault. It's Cher's fault in a way, too. It's Cher's fault in a way. Cher does have some of the burden to take for Oh, Larry. Sure. This is cute. Well, 
Let me think about okay. this a bit more. Okay, you do that. Uh, my publicist will issue a formal statement tomorrow. <laughs> okay, all right. That's a good idea. And, uh, yeah. Can we move on? Yes, can we, we can. Well, else to talk about? It's over now, so if you want to go call Larry, we can, uh, we, we can it do is. it. Well, I should probably publicly apologize to Larry. Yeah, yeah, you, uh, should, you probably should. Yeah. But? Larry. I'm, uh, the thing is, though, he... he <laughs> so, I am sorry, but he did whisper, like, constantly while we're trying to work, and sometimes it was really hard to find, like, I the emotion that you're after. So... It was wrong of me, I'm sorry, but he shouldn't have done it. Larry! <laughs> I love him for just, that. It's just, you know, he could have gone another way and just been a complete prick about yes. it. But instead he was like, you know what, Larry, you did whisper, but I love you. Because you know they did, he knew that clip was coming. Like, that wasn't oh, a yeah. surprise. Like, of they course. approved it. Right, you think they'd spring that on him at the Remember last Remember his minute. brother? A river? Yeah, well, how old was he when he passed away? Remember that? 27, maybe? He died in... No, 23. Oh, I thought he was a kid. He was out front of the Viper Room. Yeah, and he was what, He was born in 70. He died in 93, so 23. What is it a Was that a drug overdose? Yes, is that what that was? it was. God, he was a great actor. He was. He really was. You know what I'm watching? Yeah, what? Who? Okay, this... Probably is going to be the greatest thing you'll watch all year. Okay. I'm watching Country Music by Ken Burns. I can't wait. On PBS. And I am completely fascinated. Uh, they say, it, the Johnny Cash part, they say he's this throughout is... The, he's throughout a lot of it. So, And his daughter was Roseanne. a consultant on this. And she She's said... in it. They said it was so amazing. Ken Burns is... I, I love that he... he's. We never even knew his name. He's a household name now with all these... He's all been these. doing it for a long time. But I, I mean, he... This this thing is so well done, and it goes yeah. back to the early days of country music. And I'm I'm just going to tell you, um, that was a bond that my mother and I had. Uh, um, she, whenever, it's about the melody and the sound and the voice and the sincerity of it. From director Ken Burns, country music is truth telling. It's everything. Hillbilly, it's blues, it's jazz. You can dance to it. You can cry to it. The people who built this country, that's where country and blues come from. It has something in it for everybody. Country music comes from right in here. This heart and soul that we all have. Country music, Sunday, September 15th at 8, 7 central, only on PBS. Uh, gotta watch it. We, when my mom and I, when I was little, I mean really little, like oh, six-year-old Greg. Greg, seven, eight, ten-year-old, um, my mom used to listen to a station out of Detroit called WDEE. It okay. was the big D. Okay. And um, and um, Dino Day was in mornings. L- listen to some of these jingles and fun stuff from WDEE. The far whistle through the night over the fields of flashing light. We gotta make the run before the night is through. The midnight train to what kind of stuff that do? Well, sir, they do radio stuff. The Off your day, Big D makes the pigeons fly away. Big D takes your trouble and shoves it up your nose. There it goes. You sneeze your blues 
away, your troubles run away. So pick your news today, and pack that nose away, and pick another day. So listen when we say W-D-E-E. You can take away my tax consideration Question my deductions and control my salary Tie me up with binding arbitration But don't take away Okay, so when they were doing a segment on Charlie Pride last night. Okay. And my mom loved him. And he did this song called Someone Loves You, Honey. And I, I swear to God, my mom was standing there. I, it was a creepy feeling. I was like, whoa. Oh, this, if, this was any, if this wasn't so cute, I would make fun of you. Oh, shut up, loser. This, no, this is really cute. No, it was, it was like, I, I was thinking, Aww. wow. Because I had not heard that song in 30 years. Aww. And they played it, and I was like, oh, my God. I re- All these memories come flooding back. Because that was my mom's go-to music. Dolly Parton. Reba McIntyre. She loved Kathy Matea, all those guys. And I was like, I'm going to Grand. I'm going to go to Nashville. It was Radio 1500, WDE. Yeah, the big D. Yeah. Yep. You could, if you, they have a website where you could go and you can see that they literally have all of their articles and stuff. And they're old. It, it's as if you walk back to the 70s, 1978. Well, the, yeah. It was and they had the greatest jingles. I'm, I, I played some earlier, yep. but like, yep. like that, they had their news intro was the big D takes your troubles and shoves them up your nose. Oh, the, and, and you got okay. to so listen to them later. I, I put a whole, I put like 10 minutes of them on here. Well, if also, uh, and that's great. I, I got to watch that. How many part series there's, is this? I think there's eight. I finished last night. Johnny Cash was the big ending on it, okay. but he was woven throughout it. It goes all the way back. Like the real birthplace of country music was Aww. Bristol, Tennessee. Yep. It's right on the border of Virginia and Tennessee. Main Street was the state line. So they were down. The Carter family would record there with Jimmy Rogers, and they start there. And okay. the, wow. one of the things that you'll love about it, even if you don't love country no, music, you don't have to love country to love it. They say, the, the, yeah, the radio involvement. Uh huh. Like two, three of the stations I've programmed in my career featured prominent. WRNL here in Richmond. It's now a wow. sports station. Well, the Carter family sang there, and they put them up there, and there's. There's my call letters right in front of the Carter family. Wow. And they talk about the old Dominion Barn Dance, which was on WRVA, which is my news talker. And then they talk about the, um, what do they call it? Uh, WOWO in Fort Wayne. Well, It was called uh, the Little Red Barn. And these, wow. these they would hire country stars. Like Hank Williams was from Shreveport, so he was on a Shreve, not Shreve, he was on a Shreveport station. The biggest one was WLS in Chicago, the National Barn Dance, and it's about radio too. So that's what made it even I'll, more. I'll tell cool. you, Greg, I worked um, twice in my life in country radio, and uh, they the artists are. They're the only genre that are so thankful to radio. Oh. You watch the Country Music Awards, they're the ones thanking radio. Now That's addressed at the very end, that when they tell the story of Garth Brooks spending 20 hours signing autographs 
He at was here. Fan Fest. He was here uh, in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and bought a fan a car last year. Did he really? Rapids. Yeah, him and Trisha. Okay, so speaking of country music, so watch it. Okay, so Blanco Brown, the two step Yeah. So Blanco Brown is he's a black dude. He's a rapper. He was born in Atlanta. He when he was a kid, he lived on. He was had a crappy home life. He heard one song that was a turning point in his life. The song was, and I cry every time I hear the song. Don't take the girl, Tim McGraw. Okay. So he that was the song that, that really made him appreciate country music. Fast forward to now. He's doing a concert in Australia. Tim McGraw's in Australia. Tim's people call him and say, we heard you're a fan. Do you want to come over and sing with Tim? So Blanco comes to Tim's studio in Australia, and they sing Don't Take the Girl Together, which I posted on my Michelle McCormick I Facebook heard page. It. Listen, here's a snippet of it. This is Blanco Bra- uh, Black, or, I'm sorry, Blanco Brown, Brown with Tim McGraw and Don't Take the Girl. Just a snippet. Here we go. Doctor said the baby's fine, but you have to leave. <laughs> she said, "Mama is fading fast, and Johnny hit his knees, and there he prayed. Say the very breath you gave me. Give it a minute. Take the heart from my chest." I'll gladly take her place if you let me make this my last. It's a great song. Oh my goodness. Take me out of this world. Back and forth. Tim McGraw was so generous. Now, that's he, great. He explains to Tim how he, when he was a kid, and he heard the fishing thing, you know, about a dad taking him fishing when he was eight years old. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, let me see if I can find the very end of this. But this is just, it's just really, it was, it made my day today. Here we go. Here's the, when he talked, here's the very end. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Oh, that's a dream. Yeah, man. <laughs> now, listen, that this was is awesome. So good. Holy, you lit that song up. <laughs> and like when I first heard the song, I heard Johnny Dapper taking a fit, and I was just like, oh, this is amazing. And I never knew what the song meant. Then when I reviewed it again, <laughs> like, and listened over and over again, I was just like, oh, man, this song is so deep and full of purpose. And then I decided to make my whole life about purpose and don't make my freak circumstances be my reality. And it all started with Oh, Tim McGraw. Let me tell you something real quick. Okay. Uh, okay. The country music uh, documentary yep. talks about the fusion of black music, which they called um I they talk about the fusion of black music okay. and music of Appalachia. So okay. there's a strong bond that's already there. Mm-hmm. And it's also about the songwriting. And the one guy they talk about who you would never guess was is widely considered one of the greatest songwriters of all time. Is Chris Christopherson? Oh, I, Chris Christopherson wrote "Sunday Morning Coming Down." It's one of the greatest. He songs also wrote "Me and Bobby written. McGee." Oh yeah, he no, I knew he was a great songwriter. He oh, also yeah, yeah, did yeah. "Why Me," but that "Lord Help Me Jesus" song, which mm-hmm. I love. Mm-hmm. And then he did uh, the one for Fair and Young um, for the Good Times. One of my favorite songs oh, yeah, of all time for the Good Time. Yeah. yeah, and you know that was risky at the time because it, it's about sex, right? Wow. And it, and they're having one more bang before it's over. And he says, "Remember, he says, put your." 
Put your warm, tender body close to mine. Yes. They wouldn't play it on the put radio. Warming, tender body. Yeah, they close wouldn't to play mine. it on the radio. You know, yeah. Chris Christopherson was a great football player. He was a. Did you know he had a, a great military career and he was a Rhodes Scholar? I know a lot about him only because I'm a fan, but a uh, lot of people don't. I didn't know any of that. I knew and he was in the he, Highwaymen. <laughs> well, well, you didn't know you. I mean, you didn't use A Star Is Born. I mean, well, that I knew first, that, but he so good. Yeah, but he wrote. Um, I mean, because he gave that song Sunday morning. He did his version of it i mean i love johnny cash i love johnny his version though i think is better than johnny's because it's his song yeah and when he sings that but i mean yeah it's great stuff he wrote for amazing yeah but you do find out about him that's i you know what i'm gonna watch that i'm gonna have to go watch that go download it's free there's eight they're two hours it's a commitment i watched them you know when i could but download the pbs app and you can watch it on demand see now that'll be one day for me oh (laughs) get yourself some bonbons oh some people care about what the weather is not me i'm I'm sitting on my couch you have an ipad it is i do have an ipad i'll watch it download it and watch it and i I, shall and we got to get to our meetings i can oh we do i have a 10 o'clock you have a 10 o'clock well we won't tell everybody but listen we're we're going right. to be back. Uh, I missed you. I'm glad we're back. This has been episode 18. Let's I know do we got another little, one like th- early in the week. We got a little mushy. We got a little mushy on this one. But uh, Henson, I'll talk to you in a few. Have a great weekend. And uh, oh, all right then. Oh, all right, Dan. Mm-hmm, bye-bye. Mm-hmm.